0: Hey, Whitney Lee Jensen here. Today I want to talk about keeping it real. Um, I recently took a little bit of a break. I was trying to do uh, a podcast every day just to get in the rhythm of it and to make a habit out of it. And interesting thing happened. I, for whatever reason, I um, fell into the, let's research how I can make this better and how I can uh, eliminate some of the things that bother me about how I record things in terms of, I say um a lot, I say like a lot, you know, uh, different things like that where um, just wanting to improve and I got caught up in it. I got caught up in wanting to be perfect and wanting to um, measure up to what everybody else is doing. I think the more that I started to listen to other podcasts, though they were they were great um, podcasts here on Anchor. I listen to podcasts podcasts often, uh, but there's some, there's some amazing content on here. And the more I listened to it, the more I was like, oh, I love I love their cadence. I love how they get into a cadence with their voice and um, you know making some notes. And rather than just keeping going, I froze and I. Um, I wanted to make it... I didn't want to do another podcast till it matched what was in my head. Um, And then I realized today that what was in my head was all based off of comparison. I was comparing myself to what everybody else is doing. Um, And though it might be a small thing um, to realize that when we seek out to improve and when we seek to become better and uh, grow and um, step into our potential we can get caught up we can take one step off to the other side of that road where we freeze and we we start to measure ourselves against somebody else against what someone else is doing um, and we we begin to compare what we do against what someone is What someone else is doing what what's working for them um you know and then we start to focus on the little things that bother us about what we're doing you know there there are flaws to everything to everything and every from everyone um and I think when you're on the other side, outside looking in, you don't see the flaws because you are just focused on your own flaws. So you think, oh, in in my scenario, I was thinking, I say, um, all the time. Um, as I, again, yeah, I just said it again. Um, but it, it was, you know, as, as I, I focused on that, I would hear other podcasts and think, wow, they're just, their cadence is, it's great. And um their content content's amazing it just flows i wonder if they write it down you know maybe that would help me i and and i got caught up, caught up in that where i i'm like i'm going to try that to write write down what i'm going to say before i say it and i found that i just started to i didn't have the time to write it down where when i first approached doing this it was just get on talk and and say what whatever comes to you And that's what I love about this, um, this approach with Anchor is it kind of takes the guesswork out of it. And for me, that is what I, I need right now. And my listeners, um, whenever you are listening to this, uh, I thank you in advance for listening to all my ums and ahs and uhs and whatever else I say that might be annoying. Um, and it probably wasn't annoying to you before I pointed it out, but I do know that there's room for me to grow and become better and step into that potential, but I'm not willing to sacrifice the doing part of it and the action part of it, um, for the pursuit of perfection because I have been caught there really my whole life and I'm, I'm done and I'm over it and I don't even it's, you're just going to get me authentically whether it's perfect or not, um this is me. So, um, hopefully that empowers you to whatever you're freezing on, um, for these reasons to just not just jump in and do it. It doesn't matter how perfect you are. Why are we wired to compare? I firmly believe that this has gotten worse over the last 10 years. And I think it's because the issue at hand is now predominantly in our face. Um, we look at social media every single day. Often um, it is the thing we do the most is is looking at social media, uh, searching on the internet, whatever it is that we do, having that immediate access to information and to the world at large, to our friends, to who we follow, um, to all of that, um, I think it's it's highlighted the issue. And the issue itself is we're so concerned with appearing like we belong that we are willing to be somebody else before we're willing to be ourselves. And another way to say that is we become so afraid to look at our own soul that We sit and compare who who we are and how we're measuring up against outside expectation, against what's working for somebody else, but's not working for us. Um, When we get caught in that, it's a vicious cycle of becoming inadequate. And I talk about that a lot, where we we think we need to be somebody else. We think we need to be okay that this person I'm following on Instagram that has this many followers and you know, is is living what I imagine myself living. I need to do what they do. And in a sense, some of that might be effective in terms of learning their craft, learning their art, learning how they did what they did. However, when we become caught up in the, in it so much that we begin to become them or a knocked off version of them, that we we forget who we even are. Um, and I think there's so many levels to that, not just social media, but in, in life in general. Um, even before social media from the dawn of time, uh, this has been the case where we, we just, we don't want to look within. So, or we don't know how, maybe it's not even that we don't want to, but we don't know how, and it's not a, a widely talked about thing. I think it's become so that way, especially in the Western world, I think Eastern world, it's, it's definitely more talked about, but, um, where it is not taught to us early on, um, we, we go from knowing who we are, knowing our soul to, I don't fit in, how do I fit in, okay, that might work, and we start, um, breaking ourselves into pieces and, and editing ourselves to, use whatever piece of us might fit within whatever environment we're in. Um, and when we do that, we we do that because we're comparing. We're comparing how we fit in versus how somebody else fits in. And oftentimes I, I think this is a big reason for hate, a big reason for gossip, a big reason for a lot of negative behaviors that happen because because we're not looking we're not turning to look at our own soul. We are thinking, okay, here's how I'm measuring up. Here's how that person's measuring up. I'm going to make that person feel worse about how they're measuring up. So I feel better about how I'm measuring up. And I think that happens a lot. Um, So when we see see acts of, you know, these different acts, um, where we see people who are very caught up in gossip and caught up in drama and caught up in, in some of these negative things... Um, even as far as hate, that is a big reason why, because they feel that they don't measure up, and they're comparing themselves to somebody else, and they act out in those ways, because they're not feeling that they're sufficient, Um, and in that, we are doing ourselves an injustice, because we're blinding ourselves from ourselves, and that is... It's just a scary thing, and I think we fall into it so easily. Um, I fell into it, and that's what I'm talking about today on this podcast. I fell into it just in trying to um, want to better the way that I do this podcast. I fell into comparison. I started comparing how I was doing it to how other people were doing it, and I froze, and I stopped doing it. That's what we need to avoid. We need to Stop for when it is within that moment that we stop and we we contemplate moving forward or moving backward we contemplate what needs to happen before we move forward that we freeze and we stay frozen and we don't act and when we stop acting we fall within this this bubble of i'm never going to be perfect enough i need to wear all of these masks in order for me to be seen or in order for me to be heard and guess what you're never going to be heard because you're trying to be somebody else and you're you're comparing yourself to somebody else so it's so easy to fall in that and and i just fell in that this week i gave up five days that i could have been doing this doing podcasts and sticking to the goal of just being consistent and doing it every single day to follow that ha- to get in that habit Um, But I instantly fell back into, hold on, I'm not perfect. I need to write this out. And then I was never able to write it out. So in not writing it out, I froze and I didn't do it. Um, So this is me keeping it real. I'm going to keep doing it. Um, And this is something for me, this podcast is very uh, healing for me. Um, I have had a lot of things lead me to know that I have suppressed my voice and for whatever reason that might be um, could be past life stuff, could be current life stuff, whatever it is I've never had the best confidence in in expressing myself verbally. Um, I've always felt that my emotions and my soul and the language of my soul is better expressed through writing and so I've always turned to writing, and I've turned to the arts, and I've turned to um, to dance, to design, to all of these different ways that I can express uh, what I, what I, who I am, um, and what I feel inside. And it served me well, but I've realized that I do have a voice, and I need. I'm I'm coming into a time of my life where it needs to be activated. And that started to appear in my life in many, many, many different ways. Um, Physical ailments, um, spiritual ailments, all these different ways that it just, it kept coming up. And this podcast for me is a way for me to restore that. It's a way for me to get my voice back. And yes, I'm going to stumble my voice is going to stumble, it does stumble, and I do say ums, and I do say ands, and I do say uhs, and I do say as, and whatever I say, Um, and and I might not have the cadence down quite yet, I might not have the rhythm down yet, but the more that I do it, the more that I speak, the more that I talk, um, the more that it's healing, and the more that I'm becoming whole again, Um, and that is, that's the beauty of this for me. Um, It's not really about getting listeners for me, um, though I would love that and I welcome that and I appreciate everyone that does listen. And for me, it's more about how can I serve anyone who does listen. Um, I do feel that I, I am here to be a tool in God's hands and He needs me to use my voice right now. And this is one way that I am doing that, and one way that I am healing that part of me, that tool within me, um, so that it can be used by God, by the universe, by whatever you believe. Um, I personally believe in God, I believe in angels, I believe in a divine team, I believe in divinity, and I believe that we all are channels for that, and the more that we connect with our our inner core true self um, and our soul and who we truly are, the more that we are able to, to feel that and to be that channel and to manifest things in our lives um, through the ways that our, our divine team need us to be to, to be here on this earth, to reach out to multitudes of people. Um, and that that is really my reason for this, and I want to thank everybody for listening and for standing by me through my vocal stumbles and crazy cadences and interesting rhythms and weird pitches and everything else that you might hear. Thank you for standing by me and for just listening to the message that I am saying because it is coming from the divine. With that, we all have things like what I just explained. We all have a voice that needs to be restored, whether it is a voice or something else, whether it's something that needs within us that need needs healing so that we can better serve, um, our fellow, fellow man, our humanity and whatever that is for you. And it's a journey to find it. It's a, it's a journey to find what it is, to pinpoint what it is and it's also a journey to get the courage to heal it. Um, and I th- I think to me, to really, to anyone, uh, this podcast, this episode today, just find what heals you, whatever it is, whatever makes you feel whole again. Um, whether it's taking a walk every night, whether it's looking at beautiful pictures from around the world, uh, whether it's going on a hike, whether it's going, um, with your friends, or whether it's writing in a journal, whether it's writing what you can't say, for me that was a, a big thing um, up until now, up, and up bef- until before I could actually voice what it, what it was I felt I needed to say, um, which I'm still working on, um, writing helped me a lot, and there were many things throughout my life that that was, that was healing to me. Uh, in many different ways. So, whatever it is for you, whatever makes you feel one with yourself again, one with who you are, one with your soul, um, that whatever it is that takes you out of that comparison and out of that, I'm not enough, or I'm not worthy, or I'm not um, adequate, or um, or I should have done this, or I should have done that, or wh- whatever vicious cycle you might be in that we all put ourselves in think about what takes you out of that and do it just do it every day whatever it might be just just do it every day because it's so important to find what heals you and to stick to it and to not strive to be perfect but to strive to keep doing it to keep to allowing it to come into your life um, and allowing yourself that time and those things because you do need healing and because you do need to restore yourself. Um, and I, I don't. I think that we have a diluted version of the word healing um, nowadays because when you think of the word healing, you think of something really bad needs to happen for you to heal, whether it's a physical pain or or anything um, in any sense that I need to heal from that. Healing happens in all of us in all different degrees. We all need to heal from things. Um, And it's okay. It's a good thing. It's a good process because it it allows us to look at different parts of our lives and different parts of us that we may not feel satisfied in, um, which doesn't mean we're not grateful for that part of our life or that particular area. Um, But it allows us to look at where am I not satisfied and why am I not? and what how deeply rooted is that and how do i heal from that how do i how do i i progress and i think we're all trying so hard to progress um we're trying to chase something we're trying to attain something without healing inside so so many so so many people i see it so often we think oh once i get that house or once i get that car or once i get that promotion once i get that then i'll be happy and we start chasing that and then we get those things and It's not, we're not. We didn't get that feeling that we thought because we're so disconnected from our desires and disconnected from our own feelings that we don't understand, um, one, what we're feeling, and two, we shy away from needing to be healed because we think, oh, act perfect, act like everything's fine. You shouldn't have to heal any part of you. You need to be whole now and appear that you are so we don't look in, look within and heal those parts of us and become whole. And we just keep chasing things that we think will, will fill those holes within us. We'll fill those, those spaces um, that, that make us feel like we're in pieces. And the more we do that, the more that we fall away from who we really are. So find what heals you. Find what makes you feel one. Find what makes you feel um, centered and alive and do it every day. Once you find that, make it known. Make it known and own it. And I the reason I say that is when you make it known, you're claiming it. You're saying this is what's happening. This is the part of me that I know I need to heal and and restore and make feel alive again. And when you, when you say that out loud, you put it out there, you put it out there to the universe and you, you begin to, to raise your energy and raise your vibration to just in terms of um, identifying where your energy with that part of you is and saying, okay, this is my first step, I see it, now it's time for me to heal, it's time for me to focus on that part of me and do the things that, that are healing to me. And when I do that, and when I say that, and I tell people about it, and I claim it, and I make it known that that's what's happening, I'm saying, I'm putting it out there that, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready for this part of me to emerge into what it needs to be. That's literally what I'm doing right now, is making it known. And I've made it known in other ways. Um, but when you do that, it's you're. It's amazing the people that come to you and meet you where you are. They come to you and they support you in the ways that you need to be supported in ways you never imagined that you needed it. Um, and And what's the most interesting part to me is the way they come to you. Um, for me, I, we recently moved to a new, a new home, um, and the neighborhood that we moved into is just the most amazing neighborhood ever, but to get into that neighborhood and we built our home and as we built our home, it was a very trying process. Um, but both my husband and I knew that we needed to, to be there for whatever reason we just had, we felt that that's where we need to be right now. And the people in that neighborhood, the friends I have made, and I i, I go beyond friend. Um, there are a few, uh, there's a couple women in that neighborhood that have become soul sisters to me. Um, in very interesting ways. Um, and I'm just so grateful for that. Where you, when you turn it over to to the universe, to God, and allow Him to put you in those situations, put you in the places where people... He can use people around you as tools in His hands to help you and to restore those parts of you, to heal the the parts of you that need healing, um, and to help you become centered again, to help you let go of the things that no longer serve you. Um, There are so many people on this earth that are here to help you with that. Um, And they may not even know that they are, but they are. And they come into your life when you take the time to make it known and you own it. And when you put it out there, you're allowing, you're telling the universe, I am ready. And when you say those words and you say, look, I'm owning it. This is me. Like I'm doing right now. I don't have a perfect voice and I'm just going to keep going. And my goal is to do at least five of these a week, I like to do one every day, um, because it is it is something that is healing to me, and in claiming that, and in saying that out loud, just saying it out loud, I'm, I'm already raising my vibration to that, my energy is raising to that, where it will now be met with that same amount of energy um, to restore it, and to allow it to fully manifest in the way that it needs to. To best serve the people around me the way that people are serving me right now, um, in the ways that they are, to help me with the things that I need help with and to restore the things within me that need restoring. Um, And the more that I make it known, the more I'm starting to see that and the more that I I feel these parts of me heal. um, Because so many more people are banding around me and becoming this this tribe, this strength for me and it's not in, in, you know, oh I have all these people that are making me feel stronger, it's I have these people that are giving me what I need to be stronger and that's amazing with that, being very conscious of Energy and of what is happening around you. Um, there are so many things that happen in our day-to-day lives because we interact with other human beings that are going through this similar things that we're going through in different ways. Each each human on this earth needs to heal um, in different ways, and there are some that are looking at that and looking at their souls and beginning that process. There's others that are not, that are denying it, um, and that are not, they're, they're in that, that vicious cycle of comparison or whatever else it might be, um, where they feel they need to be perfect or put on whatever mask they're putting on. Um, and when we interact with each other, when those different energies interact, there are some interesting, um, interesting, I don't even know what to call them, interesting, be conflicts, could be, could be conflicts, could be uh, just interactions in general. Um, So it's really important for us to understand that you need to meet people where they are at and I'm saying that delicately because it doesn't mean that you lower your energy to somebody else's energy. That's not what I'm saying at all. Meeting someone where they're at is, is taking the time to see where they're at and see past how it's being portrayed or projected onto you um, or anybody around you. That's where a lot of disagreement comes in because there there's that energy reach and those, that bridge that we don't want to cross. Um, so when we meet someone where they're at, it means that we're saying, okay, we're taking the time to see, okay, here's the energy that I'm being met with from this person. It really doesn't have anything necessarily to do with me. It doesn't mean I need to change my energy in terms of, um, I don't need to stoop lower or lower my vibration Um, and being intentional with what energy you are meeting with each interaction Uh, because when you do that and when you meet someone in that place and you, you can tell you know that they are doing their own healing in different ways that they're doing it and it can react through behavior in different ways that can affect you greatly. Um, and though it's difficult, it's important to, to know that and know that it doesn't need to affect you um, at the depths that we let it affect us. Um, it is really hard, especially people who are very sensitive to energy um, that, that hold on to energy or that cast out big energy fields that, um, that bring in energies that they don't realize where they're coming from. It's really difficult to process through those to begin with, Um, but then if you think about conflict or different things that might come up, differences of opinion, um, full-on energy attacks, full-on energy vampires, all of those interactions that come in, um, it's really hard to not let it feel like a personal attack that requires you to change or edit yourself because we're so used to doing that and we it is a habit for us so we instantly go to that we instantly think oh maybe i could be nicer i could be that and and um i could have done this better or oh they're right or oh why do, why is this happening right now i'm falling into that um and I think it's good to have that self-reflection, but then to to be able to let it go and say, there are times when people are going through something that they just need to go through it. And yeah, you might be caught in the crossfires of it. And when you are caught in the crossfires of it, it doesn't mean that it is an attack on you, even though it might feel like it is. Um, we need to to get good at just meeting them where they are in terms of knowing acknowledging that it is not on us. Um, However, what is best, the best way for us to serve uh, the people around us in the ways that keep us authentic, in the ways that, that make it so we don't edit ourselves and become different through comparison and through perfection. And always approach everything out of love and respect. I've noticed that any time that I have been in these situations where I have been on that receiving end of an energy vampire or of someone who is very much on a pedestal about, about something that I may not agree with, um, it's okay to, to not agree. It's okay to discern uh, through things through life, Through our interactions, through anything that comes up, through things we read, through things we see, through things that people bring up, through things that people um, get on tangents about or or put themselves on platforms about, Um, it's okay to not agree with everyone. We need to not agree with everyone. Um, But I have noticed that in those interactions, the more that I have approached it through love and respect... Um, the more that it takes that edge off, it takes the, um, the, that really disheartening feeling that you get in those interactions, it takes, it quiets that, it kind of puts you into a place of, hey, look, yeah, we don't see eye to eye, and that's okay, let's come up with, with um, something that is not conflicting, um, but is a, is a compromise, or or whatever it might be. And I'm kind of speaking of an actual situation that happened with, to me um, in a work setting. So, um, obviously, in a work setting, you have to work things out with people. Um, but you also, in life, wherever it might be, whatever area it might be, you need to know when to walk away. And sometimes an act of love, an act of respect, is just walking away. Uh, that's a way to express that, and that's okay, that's a good way to do it, Um, but the more that you approach things out of love and respect, um, with everybody, with everyone, um, the more that you are able to stay centered in your being, and in your present awareness, and that is a beautiful thing, Um, so that's become my rule of thumb through things. Um, it's helped me keep the, keep it real. The more that I am in a place of love and respect, the more I'm able to keep it real. The more I'm able to just be authentic and be me and be true to who I, I am. Um, and that, that's, that's what I like to leave on, um, with this, this episode. Uh, just get out there, serve others. Don't be worried about being perfect keep it real, be you because people resonate with that. People resonate with, with who you are. And just like the example I used earlier about my neighbors and the different people who have come into my life organically out of such interesting ways, um, they have helped me transform and transcend into this, this version of me. They've helped me to restore my voice. They've helped me to restore parts of me that, that needed to heal, and they've helped me to see that. They've helped me to look within and to face my soul. And as I faced my soul, I've actually realized how beautiful it really is. Um, it's not something to be scared about. And um, even when you think you're looking at it, <laughs> sometimes there's even you can you can look at it even deeper. Um, so, and I think. To know if it is true authenticity is to know how much are you comparing yourself to perfection? How much are you masking who you are um, to fulfill whatever it is that you're trying to fulfill? How much of you are you trying to measure up through comparison or an outside measure um, from somebody else through outside expectation? And the more aware that we are of that, the more we understand that we can let that go and be in our authenticity. Um, Because when we let those things go, we know that they no longer serve us and we can emerge into this new, um, not even new, this real, true, authentic version of ourselves. Um, and, And the best way to know you're doing that is out of love. And when we love each other, we love and respect each other, wherever we are at, um, and the more that we step into that, and we own where we're at, um, the more we allow each other to be inspired to do the same, and that's what I'd like to leave on today. I hope you have a wonderful day, and join me next time.